Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for the main event of the evening. This podcast is scheduled for roughly 60 minutes, give or take a few. Now, introducing the principals. The man with the best beard in the business, Brian the Beast Eastlick. His tag team partner, Laura Abiyas, one and only true God King, Judge the Truth Die. They're the reigning, defending podcast tag team champions of the internet. I present to you, Things About Stuff. We'll do it live! Fuck it! That's right, always. <laughs> You're doing it live. Fucking always doing it live. Oh, man. Shit. Dig it, dude. Oh. Digging it. Glad to be back on a Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Club going down on a Sunday. All of that, dude. Dude, you know that song, The Club Going Up on a Tuesday, man? I just, you know, that's a good song, man, but... Who's turning up on a Tuesday? I think this has been asked before, but like, I just want to know who do you think is going to a club on a Tuesday? I'm not. I'm going to Lefties on Tuesday. Uh, that's a good. That's a good place. There's to some go. folks going up over that's there. That's not at really lefties, like a. Man. I mean, that's not like a club club. They're talking like a like a like a hip hop club where you where the ladies booty grind on your dick. Oh, that's Iowa City then. Yeah, who's who's doing that on Tuesday? College kids, maybe. Some, oh, for sure, dude. Some single moms that got a babysitter. Nah, the single moms are much more calculated. They've been through it all. They've got that Tuesday baby already. Um, nah, dude, you go to uh, go to Iowa City, the Union. That place is popping on a Tuesday night. Why don't don't those motherfuckers got jobs and shit to do? Nah, they're college kids. Oh man, you go to Summit or Summit, however you look at it, and uh, you can fuck on the bathroom floor on a Tuesday night. Wow, that sounds like an experience. That's... More to add? Do you? I do. First of all, wasn't me, but in the time that I lived in Iowa City, that happened. Uh, somebody recorded it on their phone uh, and hit the airwaves with it. And oh. then Summit was for the rest of the time we were there. It was known as Scummit because so, someone got freaked on the bathroom floor. Damn. Damn. So, so bathroom floor sex. Damn, like I like you must like you must be like ready to go if you're if you're ready to fuck on the floor. In a bat a public bathroom in a fucking college bar? Yeah. You don't know what's on that floor in the bathroom. I'm just saying. Like I, I don't think that, you know you know, it's probably cleaned, but you know, in between cleanings, you know, there's people on that floor. I mean, there's no excuse for it really. There's was no it excuse. was it the men's bathroom or the <clears throat> women's bathroom? I don't even know that it matters, bro. I th- 
I think it does. I think the women's dirty, bathroom dirty. is the women's bathroom's bound to be a little bit more clean. Nah, dude. It was on the it, floor, not even on the counter. As, as long as I've been cleaning up bar bathrooms, the ladies and the gentlemen are neck and neck for nastiness. Neck and neck yeah. for nastiness. I don't know, but like a college like club bar bar or you unless know. there's a fight, you don't find blood in the men's bathroom. Yeah. That's how you get the hiv. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? That was my job, bro. Ugh. Don't me when I'm telling you that was my job, bro. I'm telling you factually, men and women give each other a run for their money in nastiness. Dude, the fucking uh, the shitting scene from fucking. Uh, Oh, Dumb and Dumber. They recorded oh, at a yeah. fucking women's truck stop. That's awesome. That's hilarious, though. Oh, when, uh, when Harry's pooping though in the house. Yeah, that that was in a house. Yeah, right not on. when Le- uh, Lloyd almost gets jumped and Harry comes in with his pants on fire. That's in a truck stop, right? Yeah, well, no, they recorded the shit noise at a truck stop in a female a female bathroom at a truck stop. They recorded the shit sounds. You, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, or, when Harry's shitting at the house? Yeah, the, oh, you know okay. how he's, uh, okay. he's, they're making, all that, no- they're making all that noise? Now. Yeah, they recorded that, it there. Yeah, they recorded audio it at, at a recorded. women. Yeah, they recorded the audio shit, you know, the, the good old. You know, the good old, you know, all those sounds. Yeah, and it was so much deeper than that, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. So them women, oh, God, they've been pent up in them trucks for God knows how long. It, like the first 10 years I was watching that movie, that was my favorite part. <laughs> when he, <laughs> when his legs go up and he drops major dookie. Ooh. That is so funny, man. <laughs> And the noise is disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> and like I said, it's from a women's truck stop bathroom. From what I think they've, I've, someone told me that. And I think I looked up a long time ago and I was like, it was confirmed. That's hilarious. So, so Lady Trucker threw down for the movie? No, nah, I think it was maybe Lady Trucker or maybe like one of the lot lizards. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. You know? Women, women, they, they, they throw down some nasty shits. You know, I don't like to, you know, I, what's funny is, uh, I got my kids to do it now, but like whenever, you know, my ladies in the bathroom, I'll get, I'll get the baby to go. I'll go, go, mom's pooping. Go, go, go ask her. She's pooping. She'll go knock on the door. She'll mom pooping. Mom pooping. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. So it's it's hilarious, and she'll be like, she'll be like, go away. <laughs> That's pooping? awesome. Dude. Pooping, <laughs> pooping, pooping. Even when she's not pooping, I'll go go ask her if she's pooping. Mom pooping, and she she'll go, mom pooping, mom pooping. <laughs> That's good shit, dude. Dude, she did not want to go to bed tonight. 
I think she went to bed at like, oh, I want to say 11, 11 o'clock-ish, 11, maybe 15. But like she, I I did everything. Like I was, I laid on the couch with her. She, I like I was watching Twitch, and my computer. I had her. She was she was laying with me there, and then she just, and then I went over the couch, and she just wanted to like stand up on the couch and roll around and stuff like that. I'm like, we need you need to go to bed, and then like she like. She laid with Terry for a minute, and then she got up, and then like I'm then at ten thirty I started doing a fantasy football draft, and Terry went to lay down to bed, and she's like, "Come on, let's go lay down to bed," and she's like, "No, no." So um, she sat in the chair, the recliner, and I put on um, oh fuck, I put on uh, oh Kung Fu Panda, one of the Kung Fu Pandas, and like she just sat there. And I continued with my fantasy football draft, and uh, she went right to sleep. <laughs> like she's literally, she's literally like arms length away from where I've got my from the couch from where my computer chair is. So I was like, I knew exactly where she was. But she she went like she went boom like five minutes of watching that, and then like next thing I know, Terry's coming in and picking her up to take her into bed. She's I a, got you. She's a, well, now that we know that watching the draft was exciting, how did the draft go? Oh, my fantasy football draft? Yeah. It was pretty good. Uh, it's an eight-team eight league, and it was uh, one of my buddies that um, streams on Twitch. So he was like, oh, hey, we got a draft going on. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, I'll join. And uh, I got a pretty fucking stacked team, so like – it's a, it's an eight team league, so your team should be stacked, you know, rightfully so. Um, that's our. So everyone's got a pretty crazy team. Well, sometimes like we have like I think like three or four girls, and some of them don't know they they were just there for you know to be there, and um. So basically, yeah, they some of them auto drafted and. Some of them, you know, they they picked, but so, some of them were picking players really early and stuff like that. My team, I've got Deshaun Watson at quarterback, um, James Conner, the running back from Pittsburgh on my team, Josh Jacobs, the running back for the Raiders, who I think is going to be good. I'm a Raiders fan myself. Um, and I but, bet the running back from the Steelers is going to have quite a few yards considering their quarterback is fat and a rapist and a yeah allegedly a rapist allegedly but he's also fat and that you cannot he would have to plead guilty to fat <laughs> um but yeah last year he filled in for um Le'Veon Another Bell. fat guy? No, Le'Veon Bell. Remember James Conner? Le'Veon oh, Bell. We're not talking about Roethlisberger, the no. rapist? No. Pittsburgh's Allegedly. favorite rapist? Allegedly, right? Favorite rapist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, James Conner filled in for Le'Veon Bell because Le'Veon Bell okay. held out last year. He didn't play football at all. He's like, Pittsburgh pay me, and Pittsburgh wouldn't pay him, so... Pittsburgh has a history of not paying any fucking buddy. 
So who haven't raped anybody? Yeah, they did pay Roethlisberger. So okay. So yeah. in order to get ahead in the in the club, it may be wise to rape somebody. Is that what I you're wouldn't saying? say I wouldn't go maybe far. I mean, I think just commit any kind of um, something illegal or frowned upon. Okay, because they got rid now of... it, here on this podcast, we would never ever condone anything like that. But if you're playing football, you're drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers. Maybe it may be wise to commit crimes. Yeah, yeah, I would say that would be because they shipped out their best players, Le'Veon Bell. They got rid of this year, and he went to the Jets. Then they traded Antonio Brown to the Raiders. Sucka MCs. Damn, a third and two fifths. Damn, you can't, you can't. Fu- you we stole him, and then you know, yeah, he's had the fucking helmet issue and the feet issue, but he's gonna come on in the regular season and fucking whip ass. Anyways, yeah. The, as far as the controversy goes, uh. With the helmet, have we finally put that to rest yet? He put another, he he has another, like, I guess this week they're supposed to come out with something about his helmet. Because he's filing an injunction to, like, I think maybe get him another year with that helmet. I don't know. I really don't care, because guess what? Whether they let him play with that helmet or not, he's going to play this year. Well, and that's, that's what I always thought. I felt... You know, that's obviously where he wants to go out and shine. You know, he was never going to not play. Yeah. So to say things like that and to keep bringing up the helmet, I almost feel it, you know, the more I look into it, that he's trolling the NFL. Yeah. Like, oh, this safer helmet? (laughs) Yeah. This safer helmet in this super unsafe game we play? No, I want the older one deemed unsafe yeah. what's wrong with the helmet i like bro he's see here's the thing i almost see it i almost see it as trolling regardless I never i never could imagine him sitting out a season after going from one team to the next yeah none but, of that would have and made regardless, any sense. he's gonna get he's gonna get paid way more money in oakland so he's not gonna not play yeah so he's right, gonna yeah. he's gonna All play I think he's he's getting like fifty five million guaranteed. Damn, so, somewhere around there. Yeah, get that money, dog. You're a first class cunt. Sorry, that's I keep ro- hitting the button. That's the wrong one that I wanted to hit. I want, I want to hit. Uh, fucking donkey's dick swinging in front of their face. If they don't, that's that's exactly how I feel. If you think that he's not going to play because of helmet, that's fucking donkey's dick swinging in front of your face. He's not going to take he's not going to take that he's not going to not take that money. He's a smart man. He'll find a helmet. Especially if we're going to give him credit for trolling the idea that oh, this is the safe helmet. Yeah. No, 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 I like this one though. Yeah. You know, if you give him enough credit, yeah. He he would sound like a genius in that aspect. Yeah. To actually troll the NFL, but yeah. The rest no, I always I mean 
I think I've said it several times on the podcast, but always been a closet Raiders fan. Always hoping the best for him because I got a lot of black to put on, show some respect to the Raiders. Uh, what are their Dolphins doing? I don't fucking know. They're in rebuild they're at, mode, dude. They, they've yeah, they've, said, they've said that. They've said that, that they're in rebuild mode. We've been rebuilding uh, for years, man. <laughs> well, you got rid we of had junior, we had We had Junior Seau on our team the last time we said we were rebuilding. Dude, so. Seau was like, I think he was at the tail end of his career, though, yeah. when you guys had him. R.I.P., dog. Yeah, dude. Shout out to that dude. That dude, he was a he was a class act. I, and you a know, the way bad that, mama jamma. The, for him to go out like that, that just sucks. And that shows the kind of shit that these guys are going through, you know. Um, and is it an ironic play on trying to talk about Miami and how well they're going to do the next year? Yeah, let's. Uh, I'll finish off with my team, and then we got we got to do something that we don't do normally ever. We keep forgetting to do it. Um, but for, to finish off my finish off the rest of my team, I got um, I've drafted DeAndre Hopkins first overall pick or not first overall pick, but my pick at number like six. I got DeAndre Hopkins, and then the next round I went and got Tyreek Hill. Then the third round I got Zach Ertz. So I built like three, like two top five receivers, and then the number one wide res- or the number one tight end. Just, you know, out there doing my damn thing. But someone's got that number one quarterback, though. Yeah, which, that's fine. And who knows who the number one quarterback is going to be this year. I don't think Patrick Mahomes is. I'm not a fucking Chiefs fan. I don't think I don't think he's that great, but, but here's won't the thing. It, won't a quarterback, you know, mess, mess up any other team? Just no, really no. fuck them up? Not really. I mean, I mean, yeah, they can do yeah, well for you. Wise. They can do well for you, yeah. But like, um, running backs are like their touchdowns for like quarterbacks are typically only like four points, whereas like a running back when they get a touchdown, it's like six points. Or a wide receiver, it's six points. Oh, Tight end, okay. it's six points. I see so, what you're saying. Yeah. Then I got Mark Ingram. He's my flex player on my bench. I got Tom Brady, Austin Eckler from the Chargers, Duke Johnson from that's on the Houston uh, Texans. He's actually gonna get he's gonna get a lot of playing time because um, Lamar Miller tore his ACL. Oh damn! So he's gonna be getting a lot of play time. Shouts out to Miller. Yeah. Best of luck, bro. And then I got um I got David Montgomery from the Bears who he played at Iowa State. Did you know that? Who did? David Montgomery. David the run, Montgomery. The running back from the from the Bears. Yep. And then I got Miles. Well, hey, best of luck to you, bro. I got Miles Sanders and then uh Chris Godwin to uh in to to uh, round off the bench. Um then I got kicker uh, Aldrick Rosas and then the Jacksonville Jaguars defense. So I got a pretty solid team for uh, for an eight man team, which all, every team on eight eight team league should be pretty solid. But I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna win. I just got this feeling. Nah, it's pretty stout. Uh, and that's a. Uh, 
the only hole would be the Jacksonville defense. Nah, dude, Jacksonville's got. But a I've stout also defense. heard that you don't put much real estate in your defense. Nah, you don't really. Or kicker, like kicker and defense are the last two players I always pick, or not peer players, but positions. I always pick those two last. Yeah. So I think I might have a lot of trade bait later on, but I mean, I've I've got some pretty solid players, so I'm not worried about it. I think it's uh, I think it's time we plug our socials, man. We haven't done that in forever. Plug the socials. Let's do it, dude. You remember? Yeah. Do you remember where we're at on Facebook? Where we're at is our is you, in our plan. No, do you know what our our Facebook our Facebook uh, link is? Oh, you mean uh oh, you're talking about Facebook dot com yep. slash slash things about stuff podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's where you find us. Okay, yeah, I remember that. And then uh, we are also on the Twitter sphere with uh, at podcast underscore tas which stands for things about stuff because guess what we couldn't fit fucking things about stuff podcast on the fucking handle but damn we're good then um also we're on instagram too are you shitting me no it is do you know what it is it's the same as Facebook. I didn't know it was happening, but now I'm guessing it is Instagram. You can just say at. At Things About Stuff Podcast. That's right. Hit no it. No dot com? No, nah, it's just at Things About Stuff Podcast. No dot com. Damn. Then, where can you catch us every Friday? Uh, I'm usually on the couch and I like to watch ridiculousness. That's pretty good. But where can they find our podcast? My God, you're right. That's at punandgame.com. Damn. And then we got something new for y'all. Something new. That's, uh, we're going to, we're going to try to shoot for Thursdays, every Thursday, we do a live podcast for y'all. It's getting live up in here, y'all. Totally separate from the one that comes out on Friday. And totally crazy. You can find us at Twitch at twitch.tv slash things about stuff podcast. And you can come chat with us and it's, you know, we interact with the peoples and, uh, you know, get a, get to know y'all get to know the fans and even meet some new fans. You know, some of those people that just trickle in to, uh, trickle into the Twitch, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And anyone thinking that we just want eyes on it. I mean, that was my favorite part about, when we first started fucking with Twitch, we would record the podcast, but record it live. Mm-hmm. You remember doing shit like that? And yeah. that was fun. was like, you know, interacting with the people online and stuff. 
Yeah. I had a lot of fun doing it. So I hope people come out and have fun with us, I guess oh, is yeah. what I'm trying to say. Is... We want to get some more people because we want, there's a lot of cool shit we'd like to do, but we need a lot of people in there to be able to do some shit, you know, and we're going to grow. It's going to happen. You know, we'll grow with people, you know, coming in and knowing that, Hey, Thursdays is things about stuff. Yeah. Um, but aside, aside from growing the, the channel, the brand, anything like that, I just enjoy doing it, man. Oh yeah. Doing so the podcast. Anyone, anyone, anyone who's fucking with Twitch, come over and fuck with us. You know, it, I don't care if you're giving us a hard time or whatever. Trolling. Just, That's what they call it nowadays. Trolling. Trolling. That was one of the best times we had was when that guy told us he had his own podcast and he <laughs> sent us that link thinking <laughs> we'd bring it up on our yeah. channel. We brought it up on a separate screen, and this guy tried to porn bomb us on yeah, Twitch. Tried to porn porn bomb, but no. that was one of the funniest things to me. Like, <laughs> oh my god, what an asshole! <laughs> he tried, <laughs> tried to get us kicked he off of this bitch. Did a fucking Bitly link or whatever. Yeah. I was like, check this out, and I was like, I pulled it over to the other because knowing that 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 kind of shit happens. <laughs> yeah. But it was fun, yeah. I mean, no doubt. Fucking people are going to be... Trolls are going to troll, and that's some of the best, you know, entertainment. So. <laughs> it's that much more fun than the podcast. If you fuck with Twitch, get over there and check us out. Yeah, Cause yeah. we're going to... I have fun with you guys. We have fun with you. Yeah, we've... we've that's uh, what Twitch is about, We've I had think. a few people that came in, mainly because I forgot to uh, post it on the Twitter... And tell them that we, hey, we're going live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> but yeah, we'll, uh, we're, uh, we're on there. We're on at twitch.tv slash things about stuff podcast. Check us out. Check Give us out. a follow. Give us a follow offline. We don't care. We'll shout you out, you know, when you get there. But yeah, it's fun. Um, so now that we've got our socials plugged, you know, Twitch, we got putting game on there. We got our Instagram, we got our Facebook where we let the people know where to go to find us. Not yet. And so. every time you bring up pun and game, man, I miss Wade, bro. But you know, he's the same guy that tried to take the belts from us. Huh? Oh yeah, you don't remember him? You didn't think he was trying? You don't think he was gunning after those belts? Him and his associate? Uh, fucking oh, uh, oh, Mark, Mark, yeah, Mark, yeah, him and Mark. Damn it, Mark! Fucking Mark! Those guys tried to take our belts numerous times, but never were successful. Then Wade, Wade claims that he's the heavyweight champion of the world. Fuck, dude. No one cares about that. No one cares about the world heavyweight championship. Yeah, not only do they not care about that, they don't even seem to care that Wade is your stage name. Yeah. I keep, I keep forgetting it because like, he, he always refers to himself as the Wade. Well, yeah, he's come to start referring to himself as Wade. And Norman 
is who he really is. And I don't know, man. That it almost seems manic or something. It may be like a. I feel like that's connected to possibly mental illness. Could be. Because he really thinks he's Wade. And he's, I mean, we all know he's Norman. Well, there's got to be some sort of mental illness there. He moved out to fucking Utah. No one goes to Utah to go to Utah. Yeah, the old Salt Lake City gag. I mean, it seems like, uh, I mean, people go out there for one of two reasons. It seems like it's either polygamy or racism. It's usually white white people needing to be amongst white people or white people needing more than one wife. <laughs> That's what uh, Salt Lake City seems like to me after Googling it. You're never going to be able to go to Salt Lake City. You know that, right? I, I don't know. I think I feel like they would like me. I'm not multicultural by any means. Um, I think I feel like I'm just as wonderbred as the rest of them. <laughs> now, when it comes to the polygamy material, I am lacking. I don't have a whole lot of jokes about, you know, multi, you know, sister wives. I don't have a whole lot of sister wives jokes, but I don't think I like. I don't know. Hey, I don't if think... I take a train out there. It could take up to 72 hours. I could come up with material uh, yeah. between then and now. That's if I was going to take Amtrak. Yeah. They keep telling us, oh, that's just a freak occurrence that happened to you twice. You three times. Yeah. Trains usually never late. It was late well, for me twice. No, the they are typically late. I would say that. I would say they're most typically late. Uh, but then the delay, delay, delay after that. Yeah. You know, when it's every stop along the way. The only difference when we spent 28 hours was the 10 hours we spent in Lincoln, Nebraska. And due to wet, and that was that's supposedly the worst due place to, to be stuck ten and, hours in. Oh no, kidding, man! Dude, my eight-year-old son, when he woke up, he was like, "What are we in Colorado? Uh, now we're still in Lincoln, Nebraska." And there was like a little bit of a freak out, you know, like this is bullshit or whatever. Uh we look out the window. I said, you want to go check out the city? You know, see what's over here? He goes, no. <laughs> but I was in the, I was the same way. It was like, out the window, I see a sign that says Lincoln. I also see a parking garage. And I'm fine. Like, this is all right by me. We'll just stay here. We'll just walk down, get... We got finally got to sit in the lounge cart. Because people thought they wanted to go see Lincoln, Nebraska. They come back and find their lounge cart seat is gone. It was never yours to begin with. This is a, you know, community cart. No shit. Uh, if 
fuck it. Fucking enough about Amtrak and uh, Lincoln. I think we've beat that fucking horse numerous times on this podcast. Yeah, fuck him. So, uh, what's been up since we last uh, did a podcast on Sunday? What'd your week look like this week? Uh, a lot of just working. A lot of working, kicking it. And uh, uh, my boy, this this year he got on a... Uh, a fall baseball league. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we went up to Oskaloosa and played on the Lacey, uh, Lacey Fields, something like that. Lacey Complex Fields, I believe is what it was called. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, they got super cool jerseys. The logo on their hat looks just like uh i believe it's san diego state the trident yeah the San aztecs the san diego aztecs is what they are pretty sure san diego state is i know that i think uh because they got that cartoon guy who holds a trident and then they have another logo that's just the trident that looks yeah really looks pretty cool Wear a gray shirt. Blue letter says demons. Albia. Super dope. But, uh. Now these are the eight year old kids. Uh, here in Albia, they just moved up from hitting off a machine to kids actually throwing at them. And they have a, uh, you know, a modified set of rules that they play by this logo is that what you're talking about oh not even close uh san diego that's what san diego state looks like um anyways continue on might be arizona or arizona state one of them that has a has a demon with a trident that might be arizona state yeah, they're the Sun Devils. Sun Devils. Uh, but anyways, our kids just moved up to this. Yeah. Okay, yep, I see. That trident they have on their hat. Okay. That, like, updated logo. Uh, it's super right cool. Their jerseys are super cool. Uh, I really like his coach. He's had him before in the past, and he did... Uh, beginning of the season to the end of the season had improved a lot. Uh, so I like to see him out there. Uh, I can tell he's having a lot of fun because uh, when people ask which one is mine, I say the one who's dancing. <laughs> he dances nonstop, which is cool. It's whatever. He'll get looks, he'll get he'll get serious I mean, eventually, you know. When he's young, I mean, he when I'm looks, having fun. He looks almost exactly like his dad out there. I couldn't as much as I took it super like way too seriously inside, we had a lot of fun doing it. And uh But yeah, he's always dancing and shit and 
What we found out this weekend, though, is that this new league, they play by a couple different, like, MLB-type rules. You know, uh, strike three, if the catcher drops it, you can run the first. So that happened against us a couple times, and it only happened because the catcher didn't know that was a possibility. Mm -hmm. You can really tell. And before, what really killed me was before the game, they were learning how to lead off of a base. Mm. Now they're eight years old. That part to me was like, you know, a little different. Yeah. And not only that, it was the time of game, like when you get to a baseball game, anyone who's played baseball, when you get to a game and, you know, you play catch until it's time to take the field. Yeah. Instead of playing catch, they were learning how to lead off a base. Hmm. Like, yeah, it was, it was a too much too late. I think they'll be but, a little uh, bit better for the next one, or, or is there another one? Oh, shit. Yeah, there is. There's like four more. Four more weekends of this shit? Yeah, next weekend will be the holiday, and I think there's four more after that. Four more games or four more weekends? Weekends. They play two games a weekend. And see, that's not too bad. That's like It's not like they're going there and playing a whole fucking tournament, you know? That oh, gives. Yeah. It, I know. remember doing that back in the day. The and, tournament days. I mean, it was, it was so crazy, mixed with fun, and I—I I mean, it was a lot of fun, but mixed with a lot of crazy too. Yeah. Of like, being exhausted, sunburned, shit like that. Yeah. Sunburn, I wasn't gonna let happen though. I brought brought my spray. Yeah. Not much. Uh, I mean, I had some shit. I've been, I've been uh, working out here lately. Um, you know, been going to the uh, gym. Actually, fuck, I forgot that I have a. Um, I forgot that I have a uh, chiropractor appointment tomorrow. Fuck, I forgot about that. Uh, but I, that's because that's. Oh where, wait, you're going to the chiropractor tomorrow? Yeah, dude, my fucking back was out. It's feeling lots better now. But it was like all out of place, dude. He fucking. Put me back into put me back into uh, what do you call it? The right positions, you know, right right alignment. Yeah. I haven't been to the chiropractor since before my car wreck. Did you go to your uncle before that? Yeah, or after? Or did you go before or after? Well, I, can, I, I haven't even... gone since. Since you were in the accident? Yeah. I haven't been to the chiropractor, pussy. Have <laughs> fuck, dude. I'd rather I'm I fucking like to not feel pain in the morning. So call me a pussy all you want. Don't care. Because when I if I wake up in the morning, I feel great. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna have a good day. I'd rather not wake up and go fucking. Uh. I don't know. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, you think that all you want. Um, when you try and touch your opposite ear, like sh- ear to shoulder, and you get that crack, 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 <laughs> like a bad boy cracking his knuckles in a movie or something. Yeah. Except it's you waking up in the morning. 
anyways, that's uh, the that chiropractor also has a um, gym like right next to his uh, business, so they've got like a gym where you can work out at. And I've been doing. Um, I get on the the elliptical for about half an hour, um, Monday through Friday, and then um, I have lifts. I usually do usually consists of like bench, squat, deadlift. Which I'm gonna actually cut out deadlift because deadlift really, and it might be an unpopular opinion, but like um, Robert Obrist, who's a um, a uh, like a oh what do they call it the world's strongest man. He's in the world's strongest man competitions and stuff. And he's like, if you're not really, if you're not doing a competition deadlift, if you're not doing like competition deadlift, it's really of no benefit to you. Cause a lot of like NFL teams and stuff like that. And like even high school or high school coaches, they're not having them do deadlift because the risk reward for it is just so, so bad. So next week I'll probably cut out um, deadlift because I was like, fuck, I don't really want to do deadlift because it fucking, I don't want to fuck up my back. But it usually involves like squat, um, clean, um, squat, clean, bench, and then, you know. By the way, if you squat, you should clean. Yeah, I mean, it's just common etiquette. True that, man. And then I got free weights I do too. So it's usually about five lifts and it runs off of uh Cornell wrestling's uh weightlifting program. Oh, Cornell, Mr. Smarty Pants over here. I know. I it's their weight program. It's not like I claim to know exactly why they do every lift, but uh but no, that's I, I do those I do that lift and then um then Saturday, which is yesterday, we went over to um to a buddy's house, me and my uh, fiance were. Um, I call. I, I think I call. Do I call her my? Do I call her my wife on here on 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 the podcast? Is that like occasionally? Like technically, she's my fiance, uh, like but I she do. was my wife at one time. And then we got back together, and then you know we're getting married again eventually. So if you hear me refer to either her either way, it's the same woman. But anyways, we went to over to our friend's house. Um, her, you know, she's friends with um, the wife, and I'm friends with her husband and stuff. And they had a barbecue over there, and they invited other people over. And one of my buddies, who I thought was my buddy, fucking drink shamed me. No. Fucking drink shamed me because I was drinking fucking Smirnoff red, white, and berries, dude. Damn, dude. And, uh,. I told him several times because he kept telling people that he beat me in a wrestling match and this never fucking happened. He'd be like, you fucking, we were downstairs in my, in my basement and you were pinned against the, the, the pool table. I was like, that never fucking happened, dude. Why are you telling people this happened? Cause it never fucking happened. I was like, you want to go out, you want to step outside? We can wrestle right now. He kept making so many stupid excuses. Then which is, here's which is silly drink. Here's the other thing. He goes, he goes, I'll only wrestle you if I'm in my underwear. And he's like half joking, half serious. And I'm like, I'm not gonna. I'm like, you're making this gay now. <laughs> I'm like, you're making this gay. I'm not going to wrestle you in my underwear. I go, you can get in your underwear. Well, romantic. Then, we'll say that. And I'm like, it romantic. And I'm like, I'm not getting down in my underwear to wrestle you. You think he was clearly. He was trying to make it something that it wasn't. 
I don't know. Do you what feel the like fuck. he was trying to make advances on you? I his, he was right by his wife, so I don't know what the deal was. But do you think she knows about his homosexuality? Maybe. But he goes, "Oh, you think I'll take you should you down. be the one to tell her." I'll take you down. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, you're not gonna take me down. You're not gonna take me down. And he's like, "Are you sure? Are you sure? You wouldn't want to beat by. You wouldn't want to get beat by a 30 year old truck driver who smokes, would you?" I'm like. Dude, I've I fucking have been help I have been coaching help coaching wrestling for like the last two years. I go, I'm in decent shape. You're not gonna take me down. And he's like, he's like, oh, so I'm pretty confident. I go, you're you keep fucking talking shit about my drinks, dude. What do you think I'm gonna do? I'm not gonna fucking punch you. I'm not gonna go that far. But you're pissing me off pretty good. I'll fucking wrestle you. He just sit on his chest or something. Yeah, fucking hit him in the chest. Name fifteen candy bars. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> come on, come on, come on. <clears throat> or just you know do one of these in his face. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, that's what happened. That's the beginning and end of that conversation. Oh, but dude, they had some the our host. You know, Nick, he, it was, we were doing it for his birthday, which is tomorrow. And, um, we, he made ribs and stuff and the ribs were fucking delicious. So, uh, that was, uh, um, it was pretty delicious. I, I enjoyed them. Made beef ribs and then like pork ribs. They were, uh, fantastic. So eventually I ran out of, you know, red, white berries and I had to drink some bouche lattes which were, you know, always good. That's that's like water for Iowans. You like a little bush latte? Oh, yeah, that's uh, the Rathman area rural water. Yeah. Is bush latte. But, uh, yeah, so we had – and then we played some Flippy Cup, which um, I'm apparently still amazing at. I – uh. Dude, Flippy Cup. You guys seriously played Flippy Cup? Fucking right, we played Flippy Cup. And then we were going to play something called um, Boom Cup. You ever played Boom Cup? Yeah. I Like, we never played it, but, like, they started pouring shit out for Boom Cup. And then we didn't play it. Um, like, apparently the women went inside to go pee or something. And then we went to the kitchen, and I ate fucking more of the ribs. There you go. Uh, so. Now you're speaking my language. Yeah, dude, I was in that, I was in that drunk state where I was like, I'm fucking hungry, and I was like, I'm gonna eat some of his ribs. The ribs fucking soaked soaked up most of that alcohol because I felt like I felt like I felt sober. So, yeah, we drove. We ended up. I had to drive home because uh, my woman was uh, fucked up. Ayo. Wasted. <laughs> she puked White like girl wasted. She puked three times that night, and Whoa. then she went over to get our daughter uh, this morning, and she puked at at um our buddy's house because our she's our daughter stayed over at that those people's house with their daughter, so she puked ended up puking up there too. I was like, ah, geez. And I felt fine. Jeez Louise. <laughs> Not fine enough to go drive, though. <laughs> what? 
She was fine <laughs> not, in the morning. Not fine enough to go drive and do it for her. What? What do you mean? To go to pick your daughter up? No, she woke up with the baby, right? And then apparently she wasn't feeling that like she wasn't feeling that great. And then she went to go pick up our daughter. Like she like I was still asleep. And uh, she went and picked her up, and then I guess she puked over there. So I was like, eh, all right. <laughs> Good Lord. It's not my fault if she just voluntarily goes over there. The plot thickens with puke. My goodness. But it sounds like a good night, man. It was all right. I wanted to kind of get home around midnight, but we were having a pretty good time. You know, because then I could have been like, could have went to the party, you know, hung out with them a little bit. Then come over and hang out with you and Kinnick and Caden. That would have been pretty cool, but... Yeah, that's uh, I had the dude for all that, and we were just chilling. Yeah, he likes to chill with you guys. He likes to, he likes to hang out, so I don't I don't mind it because I you know trust you guys. So yeah, that we're not gonna puke at house parties. <laughs> Is that what you're she saying? She didn't puke at the house. <laughs> she didn't puke at the house party. She puked when we got home. I was perfect. Okay. I was I was sober when we left. I was fine. I had like a little buzz for a while, and I ate that the, more of those ribs, and then like I I think I stopped drinking at that point, and like ate those ribs, and then we were just hanging out, and I was like, it's like let's just go home, fuck it, you know. Everybody else is leaving, so we ended up leaving, and we we came home and. I was perfectly fine. I was actually going to go get her a Gatorade, and then I actually fell asleep watching TV. So, <laughs> Damn. But, you know. That was the best thing we had at the country club this summer, though. Uh, one of the tournaments they did ribs. Oh, yeah. They did uh, smoked ribs. He did, and that's what he did. He smoked ribs. He put them in tinfoil and stuff like that. And it, These ones that we had, that or that they had out at the country club, they let me have some. And you'd grab the bone. And pull right out. And pick it up. Yeah, and the meat wouldn't even lift up off the plate. You just That's how these were. Pop these things out. And I'm gonna make some uh I'm gonna make some ribs um here pretty soon in the instant pot. Ooh, ooh. Up that instant pot. I don't have an instant pot. Mine's an express crock, which is the same shit. It's made by Crock-Pot. It's an express crock, which it's actually... And I never knew that was brand naming. Yeah, Instant Pot is like... Is actually a name brand of it. But if I said express crock, nobody would know what the fuck it is unless you own an express express crock. Not yet. But for me, it was like... When you say, uh, like, I need a Kleenex. You mean tissue. Yeah, tissue but Kleenex. Paper. It's the Kleenex same thing. Kleenex is like the most no known, known brand. Yeah, and there's plot. There's lots it's of the pressure cookers name, out not there. The actual product. Yeah, yeah, and and I call it an instant pot because everybody's like, oh, because if I if I said anything else. But the cool thing about ours is that it's got that non-stick surface, whereas instant pot doesn't have uh um what's it called non-stick surface. Oh shit! Instant. <laughs> Step your game up, biatches. Learn a thing or two from Express P- Croc. I think Expre- Express Croc was like 
Oh, how do easier we to say express <laughs> croc was like, you know what? Let's, let's take a step up from instant pot and make shit nonstick. So that's where they're better. Hell yeah. But not, not and you, uh, you avoid any like copyright type things. Licensing. I love that thing though. We make all kinds of shit in that thing. Like we make, uh, we made, we've made, um, fajitas. We've made, um, we've made like a, like a, like a Mexican lasagna kind of enchilada, um, casserole. We've made, um, we, I made, I think I, I made ribs in it one time. They were pretty good. Uh, or they weren't like ribs, ribs. They were like the country style ribs. You know what I mean? Where it's like, um, and they, they like a have, person. No. It's not, it's not human meat. No. Why would, why, no. I don't know, man. I'm not about that life. Country style ribs are like beef ribs. I think they don't have bones in them. I made those kind, but I actually got like pork ribs, like baby back ribs. I guess when you said country style, my mind went to deliverance and I'm sorry about that. Yeah, dude, it's like eating people and stuff. You sure do got a pretty mouth. But that's not the type of stuff that you're cooking. No, not the not not what I cooked crock. last time. Not nah, express crock. No, but we made all kinds of crap in it and love it. We're looking for that sponsorship deal, Express Crock. Come on now. Where you at, Express Crock? We're trying to get your boy Judge one. It's Hell so, yeah. so easy, yeah, dude. I want the crock. Most importantly, I want that Denali. <laughs> uh, yeah, we need we need to get GMC in here and sponsor us because I'm not fucking fighting Brendan Schaub. <laughs> but imagine if you did. <laughs> I could imagine how it's gonna go. Dude, he's he's a he's a fuck. He's so far out of the fight game, dude. He doesn't even want people to recognize him as a fighter. They maybe like might mention it, but like he's working so much. He's working so hard on comedy, dude. Why would you like throw him into the fight game again? That's disrespectful, man. Well, I you're disrespecting Brendan Schaub. First of all, you asked why. And I answer, Yukon Denali. He's not going to fight. Cadillac Escalade. Seven-inch monitors in the headrest. I think that covers why. So I'm supposed to get brain damage so your son can watch Spongebob in the back of your Yukon Denali. I mean, where... Where, where are you not on board with this I've plan? got three kids. You fight him. I don't, I don't think anyone would watch that fight. Who's going to watch me fight him? Uh, you know, our listeners, his <laughs> listeners, people who... Uh, people are going to see you here, on I got a poster. An idea. I got an idea. This guy, can you take fight, him. you fight Theo Vaughn. You fight oh, Theo man. Vaughn. You, you, I and then I'll and... get the Yukon Denali. 
well, there's no way I fight Theo Vaughn without getting my own Denali, except that people don't watch it. I see that fight like about we can fight ten minutes straight with no winner. With no winner. We just have people booing as we wrestle each other on the ground. Whispering sweet nothing into each other's ears. I mean, I'm sure Theo's got some sweet things to say. <laughs> They'd probably be pretty freaky. Like, not freaky, but like pretty just out there. I just see the two of us like grabbing, just grabbing each other, like by the wrists, and then wrestling to the ground. And then it, it that's pretty much all of then it. Then he starts tickling you. Yeah, it'd be like a tickle match. <laughs> I'd say if anything, if let's do had, let's do a uh, let's do a tag team wrestling match. Winners get a Yukon Denali. Things about stuff, King and the Sting. Yeah, winner gets a Yukon Denali. Or equal or let equal value in cash <laughs> as well cuz I might want to play around a little bit. I'll finance the Denali and then play around with the rest of it. <laughs> and then uh, get We're it talking repo- about recurring. Then debt. get the then getting it then getting it repossessed because you don't have any money to make the payments or what? Nah, dude. There's other fights. <laughs> there's other fights. There's other uh, irons in the fire, bro. You've got other fights lined up. It fights as well as other things, man. I mean, I'm not just a force people into fights promoter, you know. I I can do other shit, too. Oh, shit. And sell all my Arby's stock. You got stock in Arby's? Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. Maybe... I don't have a shirt on right now. But you do. Like I said, maybe, maybe not. Anyways, uh, so some news here recently. Anyways, buy Bitcoin. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, Andrew Luck retired from the NFL yesterday. This is recorded Sunday, so on the 26th of August. They he retired from the NFL, got booed in fucking Indianapolis in that last game. Like, cause it came like I guess it came over like ESPN or something like during the game that he retired. No from shit. The NFL. Now I think he made a very smart decision. Oh yeah, I I I'm on the same I'm on the same boat there. He made a very smart decision. I can see why the fans are pissed because we're done. Uh, They thought they had a quarterback, and now they don't after they went through all the work of where they would have, like, come up with a new quarterback. Mm -hmm. But honestly, with as much time as he spent injured on that team, they should have been prepared for this day to come. Oh, yeah. They should have been, been prepared a long time ago. For this to happen, uh, because I, to me it seems like he sat injured 
a majority of his For career like in the NFL. two years. No, he sat two years, I'm pretty sure. It seems like he's always down. He had something me. with his shoulder that he couldn't, he just couldn't, he couldn't get, um, well, he finally got over it, but like that was what hung him up for a couple seasons. And um, they went but out and got. did he have ribs too, though? Yeah, a rib injury. And um, he's had, I think he's had concussions too, so. I don't know. To me, it seems like it comes up pretty frequently. I was going to call it almost a majority of his time in the NFL. Yeah. Was sitting the bench. Wasn't not a majority, and he played through a lot of injuries. That first, surely not. That first, like that injury to his shoulder, really fucked him up for like a couple years where he didn't play, and then he finally got back and he was doing well, and um, kind of he he kind of turned the Colts back around. Now they've got um, never any success though. Their backup, well, they made it to the playoffs, and I think he made it to the AFC Championship a couple times. He's been he was a solid quarterback, but like the injuries just yeah. Like I think more and more people are like they you know, if they if they can get out and they're gonna be comfortable, you know, they're gonna have money enough money to live comfortably, they do it. It's like why should I risk, you know, fucking up my body like this for the rest of my life or, you know, for another five, six years, potentially have something worse happen to me? Or get another con- concussion where, you know, that kind of shit, you know, when they get older, it fucks with them. They get that brain damage and it just, you know, they get brain damage and then, you know, they that's that CTE. Yeah, that CTE, dude, that, that's a terrible thing, dude. And, and shit happens like happened to Junior Seau, you yeah. know. Yeah, that's no kidding, man. And you brought up... uh playing through injuries. Uh I I do remember that happening now. Playing through injuries, dumb idea. Uh, Retiring from the NFL right after any sort of uh effort to replace you is done with. Mm-hmm. Smart idea. See, they have Jacoby Brissett, who's he's a he's a decent quarterback. Um, he's a he's a Bill Belichick guy, so I mean, he I feel like he's gonna do all right for the Colts. Cheat and win. Cheat to win. No, he's but like um, as far as like um, he's like Bill Belichick is pretty good with um finding Cheating. yes. Uh, so shut your meat hole for a second and listen to me. I need you to listen to me for a minute. Okay. Go on. Jacoby Brissett is, is, uh, was handpicked basically by Belichick. Belichick can spot some pretty good talent and make a, and he can work with them. Um, he traded Brissett to the, to the Colts, you know, and you know, I think when, when luck went down the first time, when he was filming the other team sideline. No, Okay. Anyways, I was just trying to get a timeline. The My way apologies. the way that um, you know, he's 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 a good character guy. He's gonna be a guy that is a leader. You know, he's I think they're gonna be all right with Brissett. Um, 
but luck, you know, he, he, you know, I, I'm not upset with it, dude. You know, as a fantasy football owner, you know, I would be upset because he's a solid player, you know, but he's a, he's a good, he's a, he's, but if you're, he goes, I'm tired of being in the, in the, um, in the cycle of get injured, be in pain, go through rehab, you know, and then get better. Then you get into that cycle again. Injury, yeah. pain, rehab. That's good to why, go again. Yeah, that's why I call it a smart move. I mean, it was definitely he finally thought about himself. Yeah, I feel I don't like know if he, he gave he gave a lot to the uh, Indianapolis Colts. Whether or not the team appreciates it or not, he's yeah. given them a lot. He's yeah. given them a lot, and especially you know I. I feel like, you know, in this way, if he goes out before he gets, like, an addiction to opioids. Oh, that's a big one, too. Uh, yeah, get out of there before, because that's that's rapid damage Yeah, to yourself. Opi- opioids are, like, a terrible, terrible, like, addiction. Like, you, like, and I feel bad for people that get addicted to opioids. And it's not good for your liver. And it's, you know, and then if you don't, if you get hooked on opioids and you try to get off of it, your your brain will create pain in your body. It'll, like, make you think you have pain, so you'll take more opioids. No, yeah. It's, I've, yeah, I've seen the story. I've seen that story play out too many times. And you know the thing is, some uh, some friends go down and whatnot. And the and the thing is, is you know, there's you never want to see it happen to anybody. They need what they. I think what needs to happen is I think there needs to be more states that allow things like CBD because CBD can help can help people that do that um are hooked on opioids. It helps them kick the habit of opioids. Well, even if that's where they start, is weaning people off. Yeah, and then working it, uh, the CBD into an actual regiment. Yeah, and finding out like, I think that's where you start mm-hmm. is getting people off of, you know, the opioids, and then introduce it as a, you know, a, a supplement. Supp- yeah. Supplement, yeah. yeah, yeah, an alternative, uh, to what you've always done or what you've been told, and. uh you know, gain the science and whatnot to it. Yeah, there's so and get it right. You want to get the science right. You want to get it right, and then, uh, and then hopefully, find a healthy alternative. Yeah, yeah. Because football, the nature of the sport, man, it's gonna, it's gonna be example A for a while. Yeah. And like they like, I know they're going to great extents to you know like cut down on concussions and stuff like that. But like, at the same time, you know, like these people, the, the, you know, they've seen it happen. They've seen all these players get CTE, and they have all these you know side effects of the CTE. And then you know they get to you know, they they ended up you know killing themselves or or you know stuff like that, and or they go crazy. And, you know, it's just like, you know, no no wonder why they want to get out. You know, football might be paying their check, but, you know, 
get out of there if you can. If you've made enough money and you want to see your kids grow up and not be, you know, waking up every morning, you know, snap, crackle, and pop in your body, yeah. do it. Someone was saying that he might come oh, no, back no. like next year, but I doubt it. I seriously doubt it. I think he's he's good to go. I mean, fuck, he's he's he was such a good well, like quarterback. He wants to be on a new team, yeah, or something like but it I don't would think... it would be worth it if I played for a different team. Nah, yeah, and, and but he's been so That's... successful with the Colts. It's like why? And what team right now is only lacking a quarterback and nothing else? Mm. <laughs> the Dolphins. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I had to think for a second because you were kind of leading me into it. I was like, oh, wait, yeah, the Dolphins. Where's our rim shot at over here, man? Uh, I don't know, but we can go, Dolphins. <laughs> Almost making the playoffs. <laughs> nah. Uh, but I don't think he's going to come back. I think, he, I think what's going to happen is he might do something like uh, – like get into announcing or something, dude. He'd be. I think he'd be a good announcer. Like that's what a lot of former athletes do. I think he's. I think he's. I think he'd be good yeah, for it. Yeah, he's not. I. I don't know. From what I've seen, he's not that great on the mic. Well, he seems about. He seems like he's mentally about. I don't know. Thirteen years old. Nah, there's no way he's. Oh, because you it know he's. Seem, it seems like early on. Like he did a lot of AAU football or something, and they filled his 13 year old mind with football. And then he took a real hard hit, and then he grew up. I don't know, but he's got body wise. You've got to be so like you. uh, He's not. He's not the best on the to play at the level he did though, and 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 to be that successful. He's got he's got the football intelligence to talk about it on you know on air. I that's how I feel. Ah, that's the thing though, man. Being able to do football and being able to talk football, there's a disconnect between speaking nah. like someone who knows what they talk they're talking about. To look at Tony Romo. Tony Romo has been called like he like if you've watched him as an announcer. I know, and he clearly doesn't have the lineup of concussions. I mean, he clearly he speaks very clearly, like he's kept, like he's done that his entire career. But it's because he's so football smart. That's exactly how fucking. No, Andrew... not because he's football smart. Because his brain is healthy. People like Andrew, dude, Lux. Andrew Luck speaks like he's been guarding a bridge in Central Park for <laughs> all right, for all a right, decade. All right, whatever. There's a difference. You're going to argue with me on anything, I feel. No, I'm not. He, my argument is we were just saying that he has concussions. He's had, I think, he I don't know speaks, how many, but. He speaks like he has that many more concussions than Tony Romo. I think Tony, Tony Romo Romo's... speaks like he's never had a concussion in his life. Andrew Luck speaks like he j- just experienced the concussion. Maybe any time that I've heard time. him speak, I, I mean, and I don't think we're even arguing the same point right now because. I agree that he's very football smart. Instinctually, 
he does the right thing. Instinctually, football-wise, he does the right thing. When it there's when it comes to concussions, there's a disconnect between what's going on in your brain and what comes out. And I think Andrew Luck is a good example of that. That when he gets talking, that he does not sound like he has never had a concussion before. Where Tony Romo does speak like he's never had a concussion before. I don't know. I'm just not going to argue with it because I think... I'm not arguing. I'm going to drop the subject. Pussy. <laughs> I I don't know because I, I feel like he'd be good. I feel like he could talk football and he understands football. And I think he'd be able to talk about it and be a good announcer. I think that's why that's one of his avenues that he could go down as you know, his next step in his career is what I'm saying. I feel like, you know, cause there's a lot of players that have I, successfully. I bet he would be just as good as John Madden was at calling games. <laughs> Dude, you can't dirt <laughs> and water mixed together makes mud. <laughs> and that's what's on the back of his Jersey right now. <laughs> I think someone was saying, or like, I don't know if this is a direct quote from him, but he was watching, uh, he was, uh, he was doing the, um, announcer for, um, like the Thanksgiving bowl or Thanksgiving game or something with the Cowboys and something. He was talking about Troy Aikman cause Troy Aikman's contact popped out and he goes, now Troy, now he's a player when he has his contacts in can see better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, of course he can. Yeah, that would be Andrew Luck's career commentating. But uh, hey, if, as like. long as he's making the noises too, like boom. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm not arguing against you. I'm just saying, <laughs> if you're gonna compare him to Tony Romo, they're gonna be vastly different. Uh, and you know, even like the thing is, is like Tony Romo was not the player that Andrew Luck was. You know, Andrew Luck was far above Tony Romo as a player. True. So that's why. And then you see Romo when he does announcing work, he'll show sometimes he calls the plays before they even happen. It's weird. Like he'll go, right. he'll go this is the, this, this would be the perfect play right here for, for them to do. And he'll like this guy go here, this guy go there, and this guy go there. And then guess what? Boom. They, 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 they call the they call the play and um, or the, they hike the ball and that's the fucking play that that comes up and it gets like a first down on a third and ten and you're like fucking Tony Romo how, if you were this smart yeah. how come you weren't how come you weren't better at football <laughs> yeah right and I just yeah like, that's a yeah Tony Romo would be first and ten thirty yard line I wouldn't be surprised to see him run a slant. And catch, you know, end up within the ten yard line. That happens. Andrew Luck's calling the game. He's like first and ten, thirty yard line. And if you haven't noticed, there's a butterfly floating around on the opposite thirty yard line. And if I'm not mistaken, oh, here it goes. It landed. It's a butterfly. Uh, can you guys see this? Can you zoom in on this? It's a butterfly. It's on the 
30-yard line. I don't know. That that would be the difference. I don't know. Let's talk to something about. Let's talk about something we we can probably talk on without disagreeing about. Because we're disagreeing about. I feel like he'd be a good one, and you feel like he'd be like. I don't know. I think he. I think he would be the best one. (laughs) Yeah. That's the. That's the. I feel like. (laughs) That's where we're not communicating. Is I think Andrew Luck would be the better of the two. <laughs> Get him in there with Tony Romo is what you're saying. Yeah, put them together. <laughs> Let them wrestle each other for a UConn put finale. It, yeah, as long as I get it. <laughs> Let them wrestle each other on TV, dude. I don't care. Looks fun to me. Put, and then no, Tony Romo. Andrew Luck are going to wrestle each other. No, better yet, fight each other. You know who I want calling the color commentary? Who? Stephen A. Smith. (laughs) Yes. I am scared for these (laughs) men. (laughs) Both of these men. That would be the best thing ever shown on any ESPN broadcast. No shit. <laughs> um, so another thing that happened this week or this weekend, um, or it was kind of actually toward the beginning of last week, or well, it's toward the beginning of this week, or no, the middle of this week. Um, Conor McGregor announced he's going to come back to the UFC. I don't know. If, have you seen the interview for this yet? No, I haven't, but it sounds dope. I want Connor back. Did you see you see did you see the, the bad he, boy? They punched an old man in a bar though, right? Yeah, that was messed up. Yeah, and he came back in the interview and he was like he, he took responsibility for it. He's like, Oh, you know, it was all my fault, you know. I shouldn't have done that, blah blah blah. And like he sounded really sincere on this in, in this like interview and Basically, he kind of retired because he had to take a step back from, you know, what he was doing at the time. And, like, he was, like, acting. Selling whiskey? Yeah. Like, he was, like, he he said that, that when he fought Habib that he wasn't even, like, he like he was, like, he didn't have a good train, like, a good training camp for the fight. But he's, like, you know, I had a, you know, I really, I came after him and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And that was kind of with a, you know, a, a camp where I was half-assed on everything and blah, blah, blah. And I think he said he broke his foot or something before the fight. And, uh, it basically, yeah. And he's like, and there, he, he was, he sounded really sincere about everything. Like he seemed like he was kind of like a different place in his life. He's 31 years old now. He's got a child and stuff. I think a little bit of his perspective changed on things, you know, like on gay marriage or what do you mean? No, his perspective on life, man. Okay. But he's like, you know, like he, he said he just wants to come back and fight and he just wants to leave like behind this, like really good legacy. And, um, so it's like, and they're like, well, um, who do you want to fight next? And he's like, he's like, I want to, you know, I'd love to come back for my title, you know, win my world title back, you know, from Habib. And well, um, wouldn't we all right? Oh dude, I want I dude. I, I am a big McGregor fan, 
But if he fought, if he no, fought he's Diaz, definitely, again, he's definitely what's best for business. That's undeniable. Oh yeah, he he's such an exciting fighter. And what people don't get right now, right, is like, and and it's those same people that I tell you that I I mentioned always like the the old ass guys at fucking the country club or any fucking bar you go to or a barber shop. I don't like all this, you know, shit talking that they do nowadays. Why can't they just get in there and fight? Blah, blah, blah. blah. It's like, dude, they do this because they want you to either love that they're talking shit or they want you to hate that they're talking shit. And they want you to tune in to see them either kick that guy's ass or get their ass kicked. It's that competitive now. Yeah. That on top of your accolades, your your abilities, you have to be able to put eyes on your fight. Yeah. And that's what McGregor Passes has always seats. done. Yeah, yeah. And so did, um, I mean, when you see, like, even Ronda Rousey, when she was coming up through Strike Force, she was not, she was like this just, like, she wasn't a shit talker at all. She didn't become a shit talker until she was, like, fucking on like whipping everybody's ass she had to sell fights you gotta sell fights and guess what mcgregor sells fights you do you think um and guess who else is gonna sell fights who's that nate diaz everybody loves nate diaz oh yes and and i'm telling you what i mean as much as i love mcgregor i'm becoming a I, I I enjoy Nate Diaz. Oh, I've been on the Diaz bros side from day one, dude. And I mean, I when, can't. When Nick popped uh, Robbie Lawler. <laughs> and then was talking shit to him the whole time. Talked shit to him the whole time. Popped him, set him down. Robbie didn't agree that he had been knocked unconscious. When he, he what was he, 20 years old, undefeated? And all, uh, well, the Nick Diaz brothers, I mean, and then everything, I mean, everything they've done between then, uh, between the two of them, whether it be positive, negative, I mean, they're themselves and they're yeah. super, super real about it. I think, um, there no, the, it's like, there's no pretend. Yeah, and like they're, I think a lot of they're not trying to sell the fight. They're just doing what they do. And a lot of like when they were sells. first coming up, I think because people knew they smoked weed, like a lot of people at the time weren't like, you know, four twenty friendly, you know, weed friendly. Yeah. And I think that's why kind of they got this bad rap. But nowadays, I think, you know, there's more people that are behind that movement, you know, that, you know, smoke weed or, you know, do something, you know, with cannabis or something. I think it's that more wide. Rec- it's recreational. It's more. Where they live. It's more widely acceptable. Right. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know, and I think that's why they at first they weren't really like that widely accepted. Now they come and then their and then their attitude nowadays is like I don't give a fuck what you think, and people love that. But you say nowadays, but it was like that from the beginning. Yeah, they, but they, mean, they've always they've always been that way. I'm you saying. watch the, especially. Nate. I'm talking about the people. The people weren't down yeah. with it before, right? Yeah. But now it's more widely acceptable, 
And I think that's why they're more popular now, you know, even because everybody knows, you know, they fucking smoke weed and they smoke CBD, the fucking press conference and all that shit. Like there, I think it's more widely accepted in the United States because states are having recreational, you know, marijuana. That's why it's, it's kind of more acceptable. There's a new generation of fans out there. Whereas, you know, when, you know, when the UFC first come out, you know, the fan base was probably, you know, kind of leery of it. But now there's, it's more widely accepted and there's more recreational states and stuff that do it. So I think that's kind of why it's more widely acceptable. And that's why they're kind of more, they're kind of, they're accepted more now than they kind of were. A lot of people were kind of fans of them anyways to begin with because of their attitude and then the shit talking and the fucking double fingers, you know. Oh, yeah. He was uh, – Nate did that in the middle of a fight. Yeah. When he he, he seized the... his legs up on that guy's neck and flipped <laughs> off every camera he could find, you know. Like – Yeah. Double birds in the air. <laughs> but, you... like, uh, a lot of guys tried and sell the fight before the fight you know talk all that shit and whatnot but like uh with nate diaz he's a post-fight guy yeah when he said i'm not surprised motherfuckers i'm not surprised motherfuckers yeah i beat conor mcgregor i'm not fucking surprised throw and throw another one at me See now, I if I watch that fight, I th- I don't think I could root for either one because I like them both. I do. I like. And before it was like I was like, oh, Team McGregor the whole time. But I think if I watch this fight, I was like I'm just like I just want to see this fight because they're both good fighters. And like I'm like I can't really. I don't think I could really pick one. And I'd like to see them both win. <laughs> oh yeah. And especially the way the second one played out, I'm like. Uh, he got a, a close Nate, decision. You Nate know. has to finish the fight, or they're gonna give it to Connor. Say what you want to about that, but it's it's gonna make. Guess what? It's gonna make money. So it is. It's what's bottom line. Diaz McGregor, both of them as characters, yeah. best for business. Oh yeah, whether and they're see, fighting each other or fighting the next baddest dude, I think McGregor's is what's best for business. McGregor's been playing it really well lately about the like because he um, after Nate's fight he he congratulated oh, you mean about punching that guy in the face. Anyways, you, you feel like he played that the right way? No, I'm talking about the Diaz fight. Okay. So he taught he um, after the Diaz fight, he congratulated Nate and everything and said, hey, congratulations on coming back after three years, blah, blah, blah. You know, you did a really good job implementing your game plan, and all this and that and just really kind of talked him up. I think that's what he wants to. He There's about there's about three fights that, you know, McGregor could do when he comes back. And he, he I guess he wants to come back by the end of the year before the end of the year. So. There's um, him versus Nate Diaz, which would be a good fight. And I feel like, I almost feel like they should fight to deserve the title, if that was in the works. But I don't. I don't think. I think Nate and I think Nate's at one seventy. I think I don't know if he's gonna go back down or what he's gonna do. Because they're because 
because uh, Habib is at 155, uh, 155 for um, welterweight. And that's where I think McGregor goes back down is to 155. Um, so he, there's three fights McGregor could do. Him versus Nate Diaz. And then I agree if maybe if they both fight, um, it's for a shot at the title. Um, <clears throat> McGregor <clears throat> versus Tony Ferguson would be a good fight. Oh yeah, Ferguson's a bad <clears throat> dude. And then a rematch with Habib right away, but I don't think he's deserving of a shot right away. I think the perfect and this is my just my opinion. I think the perfect fight that McGregor comes back for is him versus um Tony Ferguson. And it show because if he wins that fight, he shows yeah, that he's yeah. tough. He can fight um he can fight a good fighter that's in contention for the belt. Have Nate Diaz fight Jorge Masvidal next, because that is a match that I want to see. Oh yeah, because they're that, both that is that'll be a wild one. Man. They're both fucking badasses, dude. Because you know if you put if you put if you put if you give, I mean yes, him and Diaz is a good fight, but I want to see um, Nate Diaz versus Masvidal. Because I think I think Nate Diaz beats Masvidal. Um, you have um, Connor fight um, Tony Ferguson. I think he beats Tony Ferguson. Have Nate and or have Nate Diaz versus Connor McGregor three right. Whoever yeah. wins that fights Habib. I think I think that would put because I, I think that would put McGregor back. You know, in contention, if he's if he fucking if he if he wins, you know, both those fights, you know, yeah, he deserves that shot. Nate Diaz deserves that. I I think Nate Diaz deserves a fucking shot at a title, anyways. But if, right, but I mean, you take in consideration the three years off. Yeah, I mean, and he, he got came a, back and beat a fucking world class fighter in Anthony Pettis. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he's definitely deserving and uh at the same time he has that you know the drawback so you have room to have to prove yourself mm-hmm. type of thing and i think uh mcgregor's in the same position i see him and diaz almost in the same position right now mm-hmm. where they have to prove their way back to oh, being yeah. what they're you know to prove their potential in the sport yeah. Uh, and then uh and I like the way you drew things out just now because it makes it a legit uh contention. Mm-hmm. It makes uh the winners are more legit and even if they go the wrong ways, you know, opposite of what you said. Mm-hmm. I mean, it still works out. I think to they me, were- to me that's the way you shake out to find the best of the best, you have to put McGregor and Nate Diaz into the mix. Yeah. And those are the guys you have to prove yourself against well, they to said, bring legitimacy to your own brand. And they also wanted to, uh, McGregor to fight Masvidal. But I think I think he fucking tears apart Masvidal. I don't even think it's a close fight with McGregor and Masvidal. 
Nate Diaz. I think Nate Diaz and Masvidal yeah. is a good fight because I think Nate Nate's gonna beat him. I think he'll put. I think he'd. I think he'd show him up just like Pettis. But it's a fight that the fans want to see because yeah. they're they're two of the most. They're the two biggest fucking hard asses gangsters in fucking UFC. Yeah, that's, that's why I would make that fight. And that's and you've got to make that fight. You have got to make that fight. And then you give um, McGregor a shot at someone who's legit like Tony Ferguson. But, I mean, I feel if they if he fights and beats Ferguson, he fights and he fights Habib next. No matter what, because Ferguson's like the top guy in 155 right now. So if he beats Ferguson, he fights Habib next. So, you know. But I'd like to yeah, see it. See I'd like that. I'd like to see it be. Um, yeah, the stars align. I'd like for the stars align and have him to have two fights before he wins it, before he fights for the championship, and it's going to be yeah. McGregor over Ferguson, Diaz over Masvidal, Diaz and McGregor fight, and then whoever wins gets a shot at Habib, which I feel. Um, I don't know. I just feel like. Um, well, actually, fuck either. I think, I think Diaz has got a good shot at fucking wrestling Habib on the ground because his jujitsu is fucking top top notch. His striking is top That's notch. His, yeah, his ground game is his strong point, which is crazy to think of when you watch uh, even his last one, uh, where he he kept the pace going. Mm-hmm. You know, standing up, he stayed right in his face and kept it, a, you know, a chaotic fight. Yeah. Where neither one of them got to implement their game. Yeah. Except for it was pretty much Nate Diaz, stage one, stay in his face. Mm-hmm. That was pretty much the story of that fight. I want to see Nick Diaz come back and fight. Yeah, I do. I'd see love Nick to see Diaz that. again. He's yeah. I, I guess he's still on suspension, but I would love to see him. I think they're trying to work out everything for him to come back. But who does he fight when he comes back? GSP, dude. GSP? <laughs> fuck, I'd love to see that, dude. G- and G- fuck, I hate hey, GSP. Hey, GSP off GHB. I How about that? <laughs> I fucking hate GSP. How about that for a t-shirt? <laughs> it says, I'll take GSP off GSB. GHB, GHB. I mean, what that's is, what I meant. HGH is that what you meant? Human growth hormone. Yeah, have I been saying it wrong the entire time? You said HGB. What was the shit he was? Or uh, I'll take GS, uh, GSP over PEDs. Okay, yeah, that, that's yeah. Nice. I'll take GSP off PDEs. PEDs. Yeah, but uh, I got to get my initials in order over here. <laughs> GSP, like he was a good fighter in the beginning, and I used to like him. Oh, so bad, dude! And then, like all of a sudden, he went to this fucking lay and pray style, where he just he wouldn't hardly strike. He'd fucking wrestle you down and fucking just do not lay on you for fucking five rounds. He's the greatest of all time. No, no, no. Fucking yeah. The, yeah, well, he's not the most electrifying, but uh, like I said about Andrew Luck leaving the league when he decided, you know what, I'm done. 
and decided he was done. Mm-hmm. Made it official. It's kind of the same thing. I mean, we got a. We have a. A league of athletes who are more prone to injury than anyone in professional sports. And, you know, GSP takes the safest route to victory. Yeah. You know so, what I, I mean? I mean, when you're the. Especially when you're the champ. And you don't have to be the one who takes the fight to the other one. Yeah. It would be... I mean, it's the smart deci- smart decision to just counter their game and do what they can't do. But to be able to do that, you have to be an incredible athlete. You yeah. have to be incredible at what you're doing. Which, to make if they're you- not exciting fights, which isn't... That's not even a diss to him, you know? Yeah. That's not even disrespect to uh, GSP because if it was an exciting fight, that means he almost got beat. Yeah. Um, to, to kind of prove your point there, too, is, like, he didn't get hit very much. Look at fucking Chuck Liddell. Not yeah. like Chuck Liddell, but, like, just Same. All, Same. Those, all those hits got to him, man. He got to the point at the end of his career where he was getting, he got hit and just, he'd get knocked out. Like, he lost a fight within, like, the last five seconds of a round, dude. I think it was to Shale Sonnen, I think, something like, or maybe, or I don't even know who it was. But he lost within, like, the last five seconds of a round. Shale Sonnen would be the worst because he's such a shit talker. Yeah, and he was never like that until, and he's another guy that's a character. Yeah, he was never a shit talker until he he wanted to get his money, get his fights, get you know. I think eventually these guys figure it out. Like you cannot if you if you're not selling tickets, you're gonna get lot. You're gonna get left behind. But if you're, it's that competitive. Yeah. It really is that competitive. But wasn't he was a coach on the uh, the Ultimate Fighter show, wasn't he? Who? Chael Sonnen? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think he was... Yeah, he was one of the coaches. I think it was against him versus Bisping or some shit like that. I can't even remember. But, yeah, he was one of the coach. He was a coach for a season of Ultimate Fighter. And it's crazy to think that Vanderlei Silva also was. Dude, that's you know crazy. I mean? And those two are two completely different species, really. Yeah, Vanderlei Silva is like a, a mean dude. He is. He's like a like a meta human. He's called the fucking axe murderer. Is yeah, what the axe murderer. Yeah, exactly. Fucking yeah, that's a nickname and a half. Um. Yeah, he came up in that pride system though, which the the pride fights. You go back and watch them, man. Those are the baddest dudes on the planet. They were, they were allowed to stomp each other. Yeah. In the face from and knees to a fucking grounded opponent or some shit like that. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you could kick them in the head. Yeah. Well, when you were standing there on the ground, you could kick them in the head, stomp on their head. If you wanted to. Damn. If you were that nasty at your core. 
and wanted to win that bad, you'd Damn. step on somebody's head. There, it was ruthless in pride and fucking. Yeah, they were they were fucking yeah. Just ruthless, like, and Chuck Liddell fought in one of those. No those shit, pride tournaments. Yeah, they they sent him over one time to fight. But uh, uh, uh but speaking of best of the biz, best for the business though, remember Tito and Chuck? Oh yeah, Tito Tito sold that fight, dude. Yeah, and I would. I was the perf. That was right when I started watching. Was uh, when Tito slammed that guy on his back and knocked him unconscious. Yeah. Uh, and I cannot think of the guy's name, but that was right around when I started watching. Uh, became a Tito fan. Uh, also became a Chuck Liddell fan. Watching him knock people out. And oh, then yeah. they're pitted against each other, naturally. Uh, and I think they played that just right. I wasn't any less of a fan of either one of them. Because oh, yeah. I wanted to see the fight. But wh- why do you think Tito Ortiz stayed relevant in MMA for so long? Well, raw talent was one reason. But what else? His ability to fucking sell fights. He he had a name. Everybody okay. knew him. I was hoping you were going to say that and not uh, dating a porn star. <sighs> I think he married her, actually. He did. And I think he got in trouble for beating her or something. Which is not, not dope. No. I don't know if he hit, if they actually, if that was one of the things or not. I can't remember, but... I know Tommy Lee beat the shit out of her, allegedly. The same lady? Yeah. Pamela Anderson? Or no, no, no. no. Jenna no. Jameson, never mind. No, 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 I got mine. I don't fucking... think Jenna got beat up. The porn star who did get beat up was, uh, it was something Mac. Oh, yeah, Christy Mac by Warhead. Christy Mac, yeah. His name was, he changed his name to Warhead. Yeah, he was a bad dude for a minute until he literally beat her ass. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that was one of the pictures that surfaced was a gigantic bruise on her ass. Damn. Like, he was throwing leg kicks and everything. He was beat he was he her. did porn too terrible. for a minute. No shit, he did porn for a minute too. You know what? Uh, more power to you, but uh, stick to fighting. probably uh, it. Well, not fighting women. <laughs> yeah, fight, but not not women. Not unsanctioned <laughs> matches against your girlfriend. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's just gonna get you in trouble. Who knows? She could have been agging him on. But come on, bitch! You gonna hit me? You gonna hit me? I still it think seems unlikely. I still You're think pretty big and bad. I still like, think no what? matter what, even if a woman is egging you on, you don't hit them. <laughs> I I don't know. I, maybe I was raised different. I don't know. If he'd have left one of those bruises on my body, I'd have been like, stop 
Robin. <laughs> so I don't know nothing about egging on in that sense. Uh, <laughs> and then I got another fight that I think should happen before. Um, I think we should see uh, John Jones versus Cormier three. I think that'd be a good fight because I'd love to see John Jones whoop fucking Cormier's ass again. I was just gonna say you wanted to see him go three and zero on that series, <laughs> dude. What? I fucking I'm not a Cormier fan, and he just seems like this the fakest motherfucker I've ever seen. He just yeah, I like the way he acts. And that's a, I didn't pick up on fake. Uh that's I thought Cormier was a good dude. Lost two in a row. Now, if you're going to say, like, I would like to see Jones win a third fight, like, without any scandal or any sort What's of... What's a little cocaine, my, though? Yeah, cocaine. My dick pills had this in it. Like, mm. if we can get through that match with none of that and have a... You know, fair fight. Not that last. That I, not, I don't really. That last fight was a no Jones. contest. You know that. So it's like a. It's like he's technically like one and zero against him. I didn't know that when yeah, he started crying and it. said that he, the rivalry's over. Yeah, yeah. I think that was technically a no contest. I didn't and, know that. Yeah, because um, well, then they have to fight a third time. Well, shit, I mean, he whooped his... I don't care if he was on anything. You took an ass whooping like that. Well, cocaine's going to be a difference maker for sure. Yeah, it was a no contest. Well, then they have to fight again. So? They have to fight again. I don't see... I don't see Cormier winning it, but I do see myself rooting for Cormier in that fight. Like, ah, dude. hey, get out there, Jelly Belly. <laughs> Go wrestle him. Go take him down and wrestle him. I just, I don't, I don't, I, Cor- Cormier is the type of dude that, like, like, you know he didn't want to like he, like he, I think what was the deal? Like, didn't one of the fights get canceled because of fucking Jones testing for some shit? And he's like, and he starts, I want to fight him. I want to fight him. No, you fucking didn't. You didn't. You got your ass kicked once. No, he wanted to. Yeah, he wanted to fight him. He didn't take the fight that they uh, had given him. Like they had come up with somebody else, and he was like, "No, no, this is what I remember." I'm pretty sure, like they fought the first time, then the second one, the second one, like before the second one happened, they were supposed to have another fight. Yeah, they got canceled because Jones tested positive for I think it was cocaine, and I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Was it in his fight before, or was that when he hit the lady in his car? And took off. Yeah, that was because of cocaine. Okay, so we're talking about the same. Yeah, thing. and he was then. Okay. Then you know they're like, they're like he's not he's not gonna be able to fight, and he's like, what? What? I wanted to fight. I was gonna fight. I was gonna kick his ass. No, dude, you weren't. 
You were not going to kick John Jones's ass. You were going to get your ass kicked. Dude, he fucking the first fight was a fucking was was he he fucking sat there and whooped his ass for fucking 5 rounds. And then, you know, the second fight when he's apparently on drugs um when he was on the PEDs, he he beat him in round three. Yeah, round five decision. But he fucking he he ragdolled him for fucking five rounds, dude. If you get ragdolled for five rounds, you know what kind of shit he's gonna do to you. You were not ready to fight him. You were not yeah. get, you were gonna get your ass kicked. And that's it. You can you can argue that. Uh, that Cormier is like a three-dimensional fighter. Because he's so fat? Yeah, because he's so fat. And he has three planets orbiting around him at all times. And uh, a, a sun. But no, he's got... Really, he's got heavy hands, and he can wrestle. Well, he didn't have heavy enough... Two. He didn't have heavy enough hands to knock out Stipe the second time. Miocic, he didn't have heavy enough hands to fucking hit a, to knock him out that time. True. It which just plays to my point though, is the talent he has. Jones has like tenfold. Oh yeah, Ten, he and the the fact that I did, I think I thought that it was two two fights. Uh, with Jones' decision on him, the last one being a no contest, I think they have to fight again for yeah. Jones to put that final nail in the coffin. Oh yeah, which is how that would go down. But I and I say that with no disrespect to Cormier, where you may want to take this time to disrespect Cormier. Ah, dude, I just I am not a fan of his, and it's something about him rubs me the wrong way. It's just like, cause I feel like he, like, he's going to claim to be the greatest mixed martial artist of all times. And he, I don't feel like he is cause he's, well, he I, has no credit to back that. Well, that's what they all, they all say that he's one of the greatest mixed martial artists of all times. And that doesn't even make no, sense. No, it don't make sense to me. Um, when it comes to mixed martial arts, like I said, he's got wrestling which is a great skill to have on the ground. Most of the champions he are has, wrestlers. You know, yeah, 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 absolutely. And I've seen uh, there's plenty of uh, double legs turn into knockouts. That's happened over and over again. The wrestling style suplex has led to knockouts, but that's what he's got. Yeah. He's got heavy hands. And he's got ground game. He's not a boxer. He's not going to kick you. That's not very mixed. No. That's it. That's the peanut butter and jelly of mixed martial arts. Is wrestling a kick to the head and boxing? No, I'm talking about Cormier. He's got the peanut butter and the jelly. Just he's no got bread. he's got heavy hands, and he's got ground game. Where John Jones is more like a lasagna. 
Oh. There's like a thousand ingredients <laughs> that go into that game. Got ricotta cheese, cottage cheese, fucking uh, oh, yeah, noodles, there's nine different sauce. cheeses the, alone. The sauce has fucking 20 ingredients in it, too. Fucking, you got your sausage, you got your fucking uh, mozzarella cheese, you got oh, yeah, fucking, you got nine different cheeses alone. <laughs> And that's just cheeses. That's just cheeses. Where Cormier is all cheese. <laughs> and he's got two of them. He's bread, peanut butter, and jelly. And that's it. Yeah, it's peanut butter and jelly versus the lasagna. Dude. Which do you take a slice of? You know me, I'm a fucking lasagna hound. Oh, I love lasagna so much. Dude, you fucking, you teased me the other day when you uh, were like, oh, my grandma made lasagna and we'll go out there and eat it. I'm like, oh, you fucking dick. Grammy's got lasagna, dog. Dude, I love lasagna. Oh, man. That lasagna. Dude. We're up at about two hours, man. Should we we, uh, talk about our last subject and uh, get on out of here? Let's do it, man. So, uh, you're good buddies. I mean, I, I, I kind of, you know, I'm, I'm, I got to know them a little bit. They're, uh, they're doing a new thing in the Des Moines comedy scene. Oh, hell yeah, man. We got T. He's comedy club coming straight at you. Downtown Des Moines. Coming straight at you. <laughs> Downtown Des Moines, y'all. It's uh, Teehee's Comedy Club. They're opening up downtown Des Moines. We got our boy AJ is involved in that. Uh, our buddy Sid Jawarker is involved with that. Yeah, um, dude. And dude, I can't wait. To, I can't wait to see how it's all gonna unfold. Uh, don't have a whole lot of information yet. Nah, I did ask if they're gonna I'm have not. open mics, and they're gonna have open mics eventually. But we don't know oh, what yeah. night. Yeah, not sure what night yet, but they are. They are advertising as a comedy club. Yep, they're gonna do stand up and improv, I guess. Yeah. Uh, stand up, improv. Uh. Whatever it is, I'm all for it. Uh, they're opening up in the heart of downtown Des Moines. Very, very competitive market. Also, a rapidly growing market. Uh, so I hope I hope to regular this place. Uh, get in, do my thing. And see what's gonna go on, uh, with the place, man. It sounds. I, it sounds it's very, legit. very exciting for me. Yeah, because not only that, you guys used to have two places you could do stand up every week, right? Yeah, two very nice places. And we then this would give Tuesdays Lefties, Thursdays Last Laugh, and from what I understand, is some of the people from Last Laugh. Uh, they wanted to move downtown. Sid was on board 
uh, right off the bat with moving, being a part of it, and then with this announcement that they're going to be coming out uh, in October, I see that AJ's involved with it. Uh, I mean, I hope to get some more info on it, but come October, man, I am super excited to see what this place is all about. Uh, and hopefully have another staple for Des Moines comedy, man. Yeah, because right now you guys got what? There's uh, Lefties, then there's The Funny Bone, and where else? Gas Lamp? Or is that just like a place that does comedy once in a while? Or Gold? Yeah, they do comedy. They have an open mic at Java Joe's. Uh, Groucho's has the Monday night. Uh, That's a contest where you can win like, I think, 50 bucks. Something like that. Nice. Uh, I think that's on Monday nights. But, uh, dude, that's going to be football, man. I can't do that. Monday night football, bro. Which is too bad, dude. We'll be in two different places on Monday nights. <laughs> yeah, have you been to Monday nights? Or have you been to that open mic on Monday nights or very often? Or, or is it going to nah, start up pretty uh, soon? No, nah, they've been doing it. I just haven't been going up to it because I go up Tuesday night. But uh, now that my boy, now that my boy's playing soccer, I think that's gonna take up Tuesday nights mm. and Mondays. I'll be headed to Groucho's and win me some money, dude. You got you got uh, you got Thursday nights though on the Twitch. Twitching it up, twitching it up for the boys, Ferda. For the boys and girls, grills, whatever you want to call them. We them boys. We gonna be on them twitch.tv slash oh that's my personal one, never mind. Twitch.tv slash things about stuff podcast. Thursday nights. Damn straight. We're gonna shoot for ten thirty to eleven, I think is what we're gonna try to shoot for. That was a, that last time we went on at like midnight, didn't we? It was late, yeah. Yeah, it was real late because you had some straight up punk asses that didn't want to leave. Yeah, I didn't get out of the club till late that night. But we got it. Ah. We out here. Yeah. We're doing our thing. So uh, before we leave, let's let's plug our socials again. So, where's where where are we on Facebook? What's our what's our link? That's uh, Facebook dot com slash Things About Stuff podcast. And by the way, if you didn't guess that before I said it, good luck finding it now that I've said it. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at podcast underscore TAS. The TAS stands for things about stuff because fucking Twitter won't let you fucking have a long ass handle. Those whores. Whores. 
where do we find what's our what's our Instagram, bruh? And now I'm going off of the top of my head here. I'm gonna go with Instagram. Nah, dude, you don't have to do Instagram.com. Just go with the at. Okay. So with Instagram, apparently you start with at. Yep. And then Things About Stuff Podcast. Hell yeah. No dot com? No dot com. No dot com. Just at Things About Stuff Podcast. So there you go, man. Say you're uh, say you're juggling hammers one day. One of them lands on your head. Where do you find things about podcast? Things <laughs> about stuff. If I could quit fucking stuttering, that's ah, cool, man. Let's know we're human. Yeah, I suppose. I still think if you dropped a hammer on your head, you could find us on Instagram. Things about stuff podcast. Then, of course, as always, you can find us on. Every Friday, the prime time spot. Fridays at punninggame.com. P-U-N-A-N-D-G-A-M-E dot com. Holding down them straps, baby. Fucking champs for life. Um, Just letting uh, Norman and fucking Alex know that... um, we ain't fucking playing games, bro. We don't care if you move to Salt Lake City. We'll come find your ass. Because we're serious about holding these straps. I'm playing hardball, boy. G-Baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This so, podcast is in memory of G-Baby. G-Baby. From Hardball. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Fictional movie. We're going to the ship. (laughs) Yeah. Fictional movie with Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Two facial expressions. Keanu and Reeves. Ah, shit, man. You think we had a good podcast tonight? It's been dope, dude. Dude, always. That's why we're the champs. Damn straight. So, should we... uh, Give it up to uh, Junkhead for the official decision. Let's do it, dude. And still, the reigning podcast tag team champions of the world, ladies and gentlemen, things about stuff.